Doctrine and Devotion. It's a podcast that explores Christian faith and practice from a Reformed Baptist perspective. My name is Joe Thorne. I'm the lead pastor of Redeemer Fellowship in St. Charles, Illinois. And I'm Jimmy Fowler, executive pastor at Redeemer Fellowship. What? A weekend. Yeah. It's been a good weekend. We're recording on a Sunday. This is dropping on a Monday. And, uh, you know... It's been it's been a good weekend. I think so. I feel yeah. like it has been. Yeah. Yeah. But what happened for you? Um, got to hang out with friends Friday. Okay, that's good. Um, uh, but it was more like things have been going good at work. Yeah. Some bad things are paying off because you've been like killing it. Yeah. No. It, it it's like I had a meeting this last week. Okay. And it's a fairly. Did you get to fire somebody? No. Oh. No. 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 It was a customer meeting. Potential customer meeting. And it's a it's a large brand. Mm. Large brand. Dial. Dial it's soap. A, nope. Not gonna say who it is. Oh, okay. And Palm it's, Olive. it's it's a large brand. And um that meeting, so it was like I sent an email, like a phishing email, sort of a thing, like to them. Yeah. Yeah. Like, hey, you know, I'm around, love to get together. Within a month, they they show up. Wow. Have a tour. And that meeting, the only way it could have gotten better is if the guy pulled out a deposit check and a contract. Wow. So that was like, we had that meeting. The next day, they send everything over. That's fast. They're sending uh, a letter of intent as well as uh, like monies towards like capital expenditures, mm-hmm. operational expenses to begin running their product at my facility. Wow. With an eye towards like, they're like, this summer I need you running. Ooh. And I'm like, well, you got to sign this, that, and yeah. send me this check. And they go, all right, we're done. I was like, oh, huh. I, w- I always, I always, so let me guess. You're not going to say who it is. No, 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 no. No, okay, let me guess. I wasn't going to guess them. Mm. Uh, I bet they were blown away by the cleanliness and organization of oh. the facility. I bet they were like, what in the world is going on here? No, no, no. I mean, absolutely. They, they mentioned that. They mentioned that. And then one of the main individuals, uh, was there and so then she sent me this message uh hi jimmy cheers to friday and the weekend ahead first thank you for hosting our team this week the gsp family was a breath of fresh air and it's no wonder why you've been awarded this recent supplier of the year award i uh, truly appreciate your transparency responsiveness and customer focused attention to detail gsp is exactly the type of partner blank seeks when we're looking to expand our coman network i'm going to take the outline below to our legal team so we can begin drafting the LOI. You do realize that there are clues in that email that can help me figure out who it is. Oh, go ahead. You know what? Go ahead. Okay, I'm already going to say it's Europe. Nope. Cheers. Yeah, no, no, not. People only say that if they're like. Nope, nope. This is a a large North American brand. And that person is in America? Yep. Okay. I don't know what I'm talking about. Yep. She is American. Okay. American living in a foreign country? No, no, no. Okay. Nope. And not a foreign person living okay. in an American country. Jimmy's, your place is like a lab. It's like, uh, if you were to just like look in, you'd be like, quickly, you'd be like, oh yeah, it's like there's warehouse and then there's like lines of production. Mm-hmm. But then if you go in and like look, there's not, you don't have dust. Like there's not, I don't. No, I don't like dust. It's so clean. It's it's bizarre. I don't like, I don't like dirty. I don't like it. That's I don't like it. People that want you, I mean, if, if you are offering to handle their product and they come in there and see that, they're like, oh yeah. Yeah. And it's, it also kind of shows me that, you know, there's only a few competitors that I have, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, how bad the current one's messed up. Yeah, dumb and dumber. Yeah, that's pretty, <laughs> much, that's pretty much it. So anyways, Friday was a bit of a celebratory Friday okay, for good. me. Yeah, a bit of nice. a celebratory, like, 
let's just go kind of relax yeah. and then uh, watch some TV. Nice. Yeah, it was good. Very good. So, yes, I had a fantastic week. And then uh, I just relaxed yesterday and watched the fights. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I didn't see the fights. No, you didn't see them? There was, mm-hmm. there was a couple good ones. I went to bed early, dude. I was tired. The, the, they were on early. Oh, they were on ESPN or whatever? Well, yeah. Well, it, it was it was pay-per-view, oh. but it was early because it was in London. Oh, okay. No, I didn't even see any of that. Yeah. That's why I saw some highlights on TikTok, and I'm like, are these? I didn't recognize them. Like, these no, must- the Gaethje fight was nice. Okay. The Vittori fight was good. Uh, There's a couple other good fights. Uh, There was one, like the headline early prelim. Is that the dude that got his arm? Yes. (gasps) And it stayed. Like, (laughs) that dude, like, I'm, oh, and he just, it it was, that was a a crazy one. And then uh, it was Edwards Edwards versus Usman. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'll check it out. No, Leon Edwards looked good. I, I went into that match thinking, there's no way that dude's making out of the second round. Oh. There's just no way. And yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, he, Somebody showed up. Oh, he showed up. He definitely, uh, he showed up. And it looks like it's going to be him and uh, Colby Covington oh, all right. in July. That'll be good. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, sorry. He's got, he's got a lot of energy. Um, yeah, man. Yeah. Well, my wife was gone for the week. She was visiting her mom and her sister from Germany came in to stay at her sister who lives wherever. And um, I think Vermont. Okay. I don't know. And uh, so they all hanging out for the week. They got snowed in with like 18 inches of snow. They mm-hmm, just hung out mm-hmm. and had a good time. So they were really good. But then uh, the kids were super happy to have mom back. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm so, sure. Although, you know, she asks mom, asks her mom, asks my wife all the time if, if Jen will come and like break her out of school early. Really? Yeah, all the time. Maddie's like, hey, will you just come and pick me up? I don't have any like important classes after the. And Jen's always like, no, you mm-hmm, stay mm-hmm. in school. Well, she asked me. They're like, oh, I'm on my way. I busted her out. I'm like, yeah, let's go. <laughs> I walked in and they're like, I'm here to pick up Madeline. Oh, she's not on the list. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm just, I'm just grabbing her. Like, oh, uh, is everything okay? I'm like, yeah, family stuff. She's like, okay, here you go. no problem. Like, yeah, let's get out of here. Man. Yeah. Yeah, I would let her skip, but she's had so many sick days. Why, why would you just let her skip? Skip a day, sure. Skip a day. Well, what's the problem with skipping a day? I skipped all the time. And, and all the time. Well, yeah. I did graduate second to last in my class. So that's not exactly. <laughs> I'm like, eh, okay, eh, in seminary, I skipped a ton of classes and still got A's. Um, Oh, you said seminary. I thought we were going to yeah. talk about Moody where you got kicked out once. No, I did get kicked out once, but I got back in. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and learned your lesson. Oh, yes. <laughs> Stop screwing around. <laughs> Don't be dummy. Oh, that was humbling. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, we got some emails. Oh, we do. And uh, one of them is about your favorite topic. Oh, my favorite topic? Wokeness. Wokeness. Oh, okay. Here we go. Uh, Joe Voss versus Jimmy Wokeness cage match. What's up, guys? I have listened since day one and always appreciate you guys' perspective and careful consideration of difficult topics. You guys have always seemed to be of one mind on most matters discussed. But over the last few years, I've sensed a bit of separation between you two on matters of political ideology, wokeness, etc., Maybe you guys agree on a 99% of the issues and the slight tension is more around the tone or posture related to these issues. The latest episode is, I think, a good example of this. Jimmy wholesale rejected Christianity today while Joe admitted some encroaching liberalism, but also acknowledged that some of their content remains helpful. I think it would be fascinating, incredibly helpful for you two to discuss your differences in these areas in a constructive, loving, mutually beneficial way. This kind of dialogue is not often modeled in our culture and even perhaps especially in our reform subculture. Love what you guys are doing. Corey. Corey. We know this guy. We know this guy. Yeah, he's a good guy. Great guy. We like him. Beard, yep. 
Yep. You know? Yep. Oh, it can't go wrong if you can't got a beard. Well, you can. Some do. Yeah. Some, some do. Yeah. There yeah. Is some. But uh, but I like I like him a lot. Um, so the difference between yeah, Joe and I, I think. It's, it's very easy. To, it's very, very simple. Very, it's very simple. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not looking for a paycheck to write an article. They don't pay. Oh, I thought I had that Dummy. one. <laughs> well, I was trying to think of the most outrageous difference between us because you would never be that way. But I just felt yeah. like, you know. Yeah. So I am looking for a, but for the record, I am looking for a paycheck to write. If you want to pay me to write, I will do that. Um, uh, what? Yeah, okay. What I, did I say? Oh, first of all, he said something about like, you were like, no use for Christianity today. And I said, well, they got some good stuff. I'm, I remember referring to DGC having some good stuff. I don't know what Christianity today puts out at all. Um, the stuff that I've seen is generally not very interesting to me, but you know, TGC, They've got, they're so broad now. They've got articles that I totally disagree with and think are awful. Yeah. And then they'll have something on like the reformed principle of, you know, say uh, the regulative principle or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. that's good. Yep. So they'll have different stuff. But it, it used to be, oh, if it was going to be on TGC, it's probably going to be good early on. And now like it's so broad and I don't it's have- like, it's like It's like if you were going to show something from Disney, right? It used to be that you could, you would know, hey- I could go ahead and play this, and it's fine. And nowadays, though, you're just just the yep. what has crept in into it. You got it. I you feel like it waltzed in. It waltzed. I feel in. like they came in dancing. <laughs> they, you know, it waltzed in, and now everything has to be kind of you know viewed and checked out and like kind of screened beforehand. And that's kind of the same thing. Like when I look at TGC and even Christianity Today, right? And you're right. I think Corey's right. I probably have less time. For uh, Christianity Today, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll um, be the same. I have less interest in anything they're doing. But, you know, it, it, it doesn't feel like I can take an article and just really kind of share it, right? Uh, I feel like if I'm going to share something, I really got to take a look at it, go through it, click on the guy, see what else this guy or this person has written, yeah. you know? Because yeah. you know how it's going to be. It's going to be like, hey, oh, you... You're okay with this article? Well, what about this one from 2012? Yeah, and I like I personally don't have a problem with sharing an article with somebody if the article is solid. I don't really care where it But it's got to be solid. It's got to be solid, of course. And I'm like a bit I would that's true regardless. Um and so I usually know the people I don't know them personally, but I know who's writing an article. If I don't, then I'm definitely going to be a, you know, even more careful with mm. it. But um but yeah, but I but I don't like tell people, "Hey, just we don't just promote TGC because no. we are very careful. I've made this point quite a bit. We don't promote John MacArthur and we don't promote Beth Moore for the same reason. We have too many disagreements with their theology. And so it's like John MacArthur is a dispensationalist. And yeah. uh, so his view of a lot of things are not are not theologically tight enough for us. I'm not going to do that. And with Beth Moore for different theological issues. Yeah. You know, she's a bit more on the charismatic end of things at least when back in the day <clears throat> but, there's, but there's stuff that even with macarthur right like there's stuff with macarthur that i would share an article from from MacArthur. Th- that's Absolutely. exactly see yes. like there is where it's not that wholesale baby in the bathwater sort of thing yeah uh because as we've i think we've said yeah we have said it multiple times right uh we both i know i have for sure but i, I believe both of us uh have gen like genuinely been impacted by oh yeah how god has used them to- uh, totally totally so that's what i mean like we don't like we would never hand out the MacArthur study Bible mm-hmm. because there's way too much dispensational stuff in there. Um, 
But if he has a particularly good something or another, we might recommend that. Uh, so yeah, it's, it's like with individual stuff, we might recommend. And then with other things, um, but we wouldn't recommend the whole. That's, that's yeah. all I'm saying. On the woke stuff, and here's the thing, like there's been some discussion on, on woke and I see some Christians, think thoughtful Christians saying things like, um, they, they, they talk about the woke agenda and they go after it. And then I see other Christians who are thoughtful saying, woke isn't a thing anymore. So like you guys are using this word woke and it's, you're using it as, as, as an epithet or a, you know, as an insult. Um, and so it's really like, you should find a, another word. Um, but the reality is, and I pointed this out on Twitter to a friend that like, well, woke was from my understanding in my reading, it was originally coined by African-Americans. Uh, and a, a lot of them are, had a very specific way of talking about it. And then liberalism kind of took it and ran with it in another direction. And now conservatives use the word, the term woke to refer to a subset of ideas that are generally held together. And so they're attacking it. And I think like, listen, people are going to use the word in different ways. And I don't really care if they're using the word. Um, I don't tend to use the word just because I don't hear the critics, the people that I'm critical of using that word themselves. So I, I'm, mm. I don't, like it's like all right. I mean, I can use it, but it's the, if they aren't using the word, I would rather I would rather try to use the words that they're using to show that I'm talking about what they're talking about. You know, if I'm talking to if I'm criticizing, but, but, but are you not still like talking about what they're talking about without them actually saying it? It's like it's like a pastor that you know doesn't say Calvinist like he's got Calvinistic tendencies or you know like beliefs, right? Uh, but rather says you know biblical. Yeah, well, I think the problem with that would be I would say like, listen, you're saying that you don't have. If this guy, well, first of all, I don't care if he uses the term Calvinism or not, but you know, it's because it's like Calvinism is so much more than just like the five points. But um, yeah, I, I think you need to be honest. Yeah. And so I'd say, listen, don't pretend that you're not teaching Calvinistic doctrines. You are. Those are Calvinistic doctrines yeah. or biblical doctrines, and you shouldn't. You should be transparent about that if you're candidating somewhere. Let them know where you stand theologically. The difference is, is that we can, we should be able to come to a consensus on what Calvinism is. And whereas woke, there is no more consensus on what the word means. I just heard a liberal on one of the big news channels talking about it, and it was a very specific, radical leftist idea. Mm. Uh, so, like, that's what they mean by woke. Um, you talk to somebody else, uh, they mean something different by, like, um, he, he wrote uh, Woke Church. Oh, uh, was that Eric, Eric Mason? Mason? Eric Mason. Yeah. Um, he meant something different from that, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and then other, and then other people mean something else. So it's like it's kind of hard to use the word when every, you have to define it, right? So I'm fine. If, like, I don't. I'm fine. And I think any, that's the important part, yeah, right? Like use the word, it, use but the word, then define but it. define it. Yeah, because that's the thing is that I mean, for some, not using the word, they know the word's a triggering word. Yeah, for sure. So instead of using the word, they still push the ideology yeah. without using the word, and, and then hide behind. I never said woke. I yeah, never yeah, said yeah. this. I never said that. But it's like, well, hold on. What you're talking about, I don't. Even, but I don't care about the word. That's the thing. It's I care about the ideas. That's what I care about. Like the, what what some people who push, uh, I, I just, I'm saying like, like the word to me is less important, um, and it depends on who you're trying to reach. If you're trying to mm. warn Christians who are conservative about dangers, you might use the term woke to to, to summarize. Like I'm using this term to encapsulate these particular ideas. Yeah. Right. So you're communicating them. But if you're trying to reach people in that group and use the term woke, you're 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 gonna turn them away. It'd be it'd be probably more strategic to say like, um, if these are the concepts that you're bandering about. Um, you know, uh 
and you can't even say critical race theory. You have to be more specific than that. You have to get into it to talk mm -hmm, about specific mm -hmm, principles, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. people mean different things. Um, but you're talking about issues of, of identity, for example, or, or gender. Yeah. You know, you start getting into those things. So, I mean, the way I can define it is like anything that goes against is, is not what I believe is just woke. Or it's Marxist. Kind of, Marxist. It's just yeah. woke or Marxist. Yeah. Uh, that's fair. You I, know? I, I, whatever's easy. Whatever's easy, whatever kind of just kind of the bucket that it goes in. Those are the only two buckets I operate in. So let's see, where do we disagree? I'm trying to, I think we're closer. I just think we talk about things a little bit differently um, sometimes. And again, it depends on, on what our aim is, right? I talk differently to non-believers than I do mm -hmm. to believers. For sure. Because I'm trying to communicate with them and I'm yeah. trying to move them in a particular direction. With non-believers. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So, and I'm talking to Christians, uh, you know, I know where they're at spiritually in a sense. Mm -hmm. And so I'm trying to move them and encourage them. And so I want to use words that they're going to understand and introduce words that they need mm -hmm. to understand. Uh, you got to be bold. We talked about this uh, this morning in the sermon, right? You got to be humbly bold you have to have a humble boldness uh to confront and to debate right um you're not the person that has all the mm -hmm. answers but you know where the answers are found and so here maybe this is you know uh, one of Corey's points here let me go ahead and just let's flesh out one of his points because maybe that point is an area where i need adjustment right probably there's not an apology to <laughs> it right a, now it's, it's, okay it's not time for the apology prelude tour. it's a prelude uh so he says here, uh, you guys have always seemed to be of one mind on most matters discussed, but over the last few years, I've sensed a bit of separation between you two on matters of political ideology, wokeness, et cetera, uh, which I, I disagree with. Yeah, political ideology, we're on the same page. But I, I'm thinking here, it's because maybe you guys agree on 99% of the issues and the slight tension is more around the tone or posture related to those issues, maybe. Uh, but the latest episode is, I think, a good example of this. Jimmy wholesale rejected Christianity today while Joe admitted some encroaching liberalism, but also acknowledged that some of their content remains helpful. Okay, so this is where I think it probably seems that way. And I I, I, I would say I, I agree with what Corey is seeing. Uh, I would say personally, over the last few years, I just have had less time to really engage in... in articles right. or anything that is not helpful for me like like does that make sense it's yeah, like well and what do you if you are going to hear about an article from from ct which ones are you going to wind up hearing about the crazy cor ones correct yeah but it's so not only but, it, but it's like i think the onus though because ct had such a bad at least in my in my estimation a bad run right it like it the onus is on them to regain public trust yeah. The onus is on them to regain public trust for me to uh, want to even go yeah. and check out their website and look at their articles, right? Like, that's where I guess I'm trying to say is like, at more and more, as you know, life gets busy, family gets busy, priorities for me are the local church and my family, right? Um, I don't have the time to sit there and sift through and say, okay, what's good, what's really bad, like right. to go through. The, the onus is on Christianity today to regain public trust yeah. in in their publication, right? Mm. Uh, and maybe that's where he's sensing like, where you know it says Jimmy just rejects, right? There's some truth to that. I just don't have time to go sit there and go through all their stuff. Yeah, yeah, and I think, and, and part of what I would say on something like that is, is like, I've known people that work there. And like, I know, I've known people that are conservative Calvinists, you know, and they're like, no, listen, there there are people here that are really like trying to do good things and put out good stuff. But I remember I went to. Uh, but the flip side, we've known people. Oh yeah, that we've seen them 
and heard them and watched them drift hard. Yep, totally. totally. We absolutely said, and there's no doubt, I mean, in my mind, there's no doubt in our mind that there has been, you know, a, they are more broad, which means they, and they're not even more broad. They, they are, they are broader than they used to be. Uh, but that broadness only went left. Yeah. It didn't, it didn't also go more conservative. No, no. So it's, it's, it's just been, so you, it's, it's been an expansion. So it's been increasingly, there's been an incre- an increased amount, I think of, of a liberal take on things. Uh, while the, the small amount of conservative stuff, some of that remains. Yeah. Yeah. But I remember I went to a, uh, I was invited to go to this thing, leadership, magazine leadership journal or whatever okay something that they were putting out for a long long time and so i went in with another pastor and a couple of other guys and uh dan darling was there and uh when he was a pastor and so they brought us in to talk about leadership journal and what we thought about it and everybody was like leadership journal's great i don't know why more people don't read it you know the average reader is 55 and up there's no younger people reading Mm -hmm, this thing mm -hmm. why and uh i was the only one to go yeah because it's boring it's not interesting yeah i don't I don't ever even consider picking that magazine up. It's, uh, you know, it's just, a, it's a lot of the same. Just, I mean, I'm sure there are good articles in it and I've seen some good articles, yeah, but yeah. like overall it's just not. And so I, they were bringing people in to find out like what, what people, what are people thinking yep, yep. about leadership journal? And I'm sure I would imagine they're doing that. How could they not be doing that with CT? I would think that they, are. I would hope that they are. But then if, again, it depends on who they get. If they're, if their focus groups are, in, are increasingly saying, oh, well, we, we love this direction. We want more of this. Then they're you're, just kind of going You're going to double down. Yeah. Instead That's of saying- That's how you get Fox News to Fox Nation. Right? Like, <laughs> like how do you figure out, like, I, like, I think there needs to be real clarity. I mean, what, Carl F.H. Henry started Christianity today. So it's like, like it used to be something really, really good. Who, Jimmy's looking at me, started Christianity I don't think that's today. right. Today. Billy Graham. That's what I thought. I okay, thought it was Billy Graham. Carl F. H. Henry was involved, wasn't he? Oh, hang on. I thought it, I thought it was Billy Graham. Carl F. H. Henry. Yeah. He was involved. I mean, I mean, you he were... was the first editor at Christianity. Oh, there you go. There you go. Yeah. See? Mm-hmm. We're mm-hmm. both right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Disagree to agree. <laughs> now that's how we find out. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, there was like, there was, but there, there were changes. Like things, mm-hmm. you know, things mm-hmm. change over time. And I look at something like Modern Reformation. And Modern Reformation has been around for a long time now. And that's still one that I can trust. Like, yeah, I'm not worried yeah. if anybody's yep, like, yep, you know, yep. consuming that. I think politically we're on the same page. I think we have, we have the same values. Uh, we typically, just Joe just wants anarchy. I, I do not want, I want organized anarchy. Uh, no, I don't. Um, I don't think it's wrong to pay taxes. <laughs> Joe's going to be in New York uh, on Tuesday. Okay. Um, first of all, no one's arresting my, my president. <laughs> the, the true president. The true president. Do you see what Elon Musk said? Oh, he's right. He's like, if you if you put Trump in handcuffs on Tuesday, he will win the election by a landslide. Hundred percent, terrifying. Hundred percent. Ooh, I don't. I listen. I am nervous about the next election. I am nervous about it. I'm nervous about Tuesday. Yeah, too. Oof, man, it's just cr- uh, craziness. People, just craziness. Yeah, pe- yeah, people are nuts. I, I'm not. I just. <clears throat> Can we just get? And why Trump couldn't truth out like, like, it's fine, protest. Just please add, add that word peaceful. Just just add that qualifier, please. Just add that qualifier. <laughs> just, let's, let's throw in peaceful don't, yeah, protest. Don't be stupid. Some of you did some stupid things last time. Let's, just, let's go with peaceful. Yeah. 
you know. How about silent? Try silent protest. Nonviolent, silent. Just be, just be chill. Just, just show up. A million people show up. That make mm-hmm. a statement. It make a statement. You don't have to. You don't have to go all ham. No. <sighs> no. So all right, and then also sometimes uh, when Jimmy and I are, are talking on the mics or off, uh, we also just antagonize each other sometimes. So that might. Oh, we do it on purpose. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's it's quite fun. So yeah, yeah, man. We we we're, we love talking about it. We like being real and being honest and. Uh, We'll do more of that. All right. Oh, we got another one. Yep. Here we go. All right. I'm going to let you read this. All right. Uh, this guy says, hey, guys, I am currently transitioning out of a youth director role. By the way. Oh, are you, are you, are you plugging ours? <laughs> we do have an opening. Okay. He says, uh, I am currently transitioning out of a youth director role at my local Baptist church where I have been working full time for the last five years. This is also the church that my wife and I grew up in. So they have a big history here. Um, over the past couple of years, my wife and I have become convinced of Reformed theology, a la 1689 federalism, and have tried to discern a future at our mainline Baptist church while maintaining our new convictions. We recently came to the conclusion, for a number of reasons, including a series of difficult conversations with our pastor, that we must leave our church and find one where we are more closely in line doctrinally. I am also a part-time seminary student working through an MDiv at a local reformed seminary. My problem, one of many, is this. How do I begin thinking about pursuing pastoral ministry in a context other than my lifelong local church? For years, my wife and I have envisioned our future at our church, and the pastors have been making plans for me. My family, friends, and future plans are all at this church that I am leaving. While I know the church is universal, I'm really only ever known and done ministry in one local expression of the universal church. What advice would you give me as I pray and consider what ministering looks like in my future? My wife and I feel firm in our decision, but we feel shaken and frankly disheartened as we consider this next phase of life. Mm. Okay. Well, uh, you're not alone. No. A lot of people go through this. A lot of people go through this and it's hard because the, you know, you know, these people, you love these people, you've invested your life with these people, you've yep. known them for all of these years. And if it's, but if it's not ultimately going to be a fit where you share the same theology and approach to ministry, it's not going to work. No, you'll be miserable. So you're, I think you're making the gonna right be, choice. They're going to be miserable. Everybody will be unhappy. Everyone's going to be unhappy yeah. with this. And I mean, listen, praise God for that church. Eddie. Like praise yeah. God for that church. You know, it, it's been, it's un, what it, they're doing is uncommon to like yes. raise somebody up from within like that. Raise someone up. They've walked alongside you. They've loved you. They've cared for you. It's 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 somewhere you, where you've seen, man, I could really see myself yep. like ministering here. They've seen it. Yep. They've seen it. Right. And they're not even the ones initiating this departure. No, no. Like, praise God. Praise God for a, a local church like that, that takes seriously discipleship mm-hmm. amongst itself. Yeah, right? that's good. Um, now, you've just have a different conviction yeah and i think that's where it's it's good to maybe take a step back and and you know whether you're interning somewhere else or like dipping your foot in that right like while you're pursuing your studies i would intern at at another church yeah find first of all you're gonna find another church yep and you're gonna learn a whole new way of doing things that's gonna be a learning experience if they Mm -hmm. have the internship do that even if they don't just tell the pastor listen this is where i'm at this is what i'm called to do yep what can you help me with? How can yep. you encourage me in my pursuit of this? Yep. I would say, uh, start ringing up other pastors. 
Find other pastors and and talk to them. Find out what they're doing, how their churches work. Um, you know, start to get a list of things together. So, like, you may have questions that relate either to um, how elder boards are run or, uh, you know, what are the role of, of deacons, or it might even be like, you know, how to organize worship in a way that mm-hmm. reflects more your convictions than what is typically happening mm-hmm, in mm-hmm, a lot of places mm-hmm, or what mm-hmm. you've experienced. So I think all of that's necessary. And most pastors are, are pretty jazzed to talk about like what their church does and how they do it. Now we get, I get calls all the time, emails from people that are like, Hey, would you be able to walk me through this? And we set up a time and we talk it out and it's fine. Like we, we get that stuff taken care of. Um, and I like to, I like sharing what we're doing. You know, it's not that we've got it all right. It's just that, you know, they like the way we're doing something and they want to hear about it. Yeah. Yeah. Most, most of these guys are going to be, they're going to be on board. But it's gonna, you know, it's gonna take time. You're, you're, you're in a seminary now, and so you're you're looking to to go out. I would caution you against just going and trying to start a church. Oh yeah, don't do that. That's uh, you need training and prep. You need a church to send you. Like that could happen years down the road. But some guys get into this stage where they're like, oh, I'm just gonna go out and do it. I'm gonna finally do it right. They kind of get really excited. They're like, I don't like the way it's been done at the church that I grew up in. So now I'm going to go down the street and I'm going to do it right. And they wind up taking a bunch of people from their church and starting another. And that usually mm-hmm, doesn't mm-hmm. end well. No, no. I mean, I, I, I've seen it. I've known people that have tried it. Usually doesn't work. There's nothing left after. No. After, after a few years. No, no. Honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of reprocessing my thoughts on this. Like... As I'm sitting here and kind of as we're talking, I'm, I'm thinking more and more like I would caution against a wholesale like, hey, I'm out um, because one, so far there hasn't been beef. You've got convictions that you're sorting through and you're still processing. And um, I, I do think it's good to experience uh, another expression that is more closely aligned with you doctrinally. Um, but that can be done without cutting off and severing relationship. Yeah. It really depends on where they're at with the elders of that church. Yeah. Right. Because he says that they've had a series of difficult conversations with the pastors. Yeah. But so I, we don't know what that we don't means. know what that means. Like, I think it can be read as like uh, uh mad sort of like meetings or, or just like we're Man, so awkward. on different pages. We're on different pages. Yeah. Like this is, this is awkward. Like this is difficult because I love you. You love me. Like we want to be doing this. We want this to work out, but unsure of how it could or, or can it. Um, and because we don't know what his church is like. Correct. You know, you might find out like, oh, you know what? I've got an idealized perspective on what a Reformed Baptist church would be. And you're going to go there. You're like, oh, it's oh, not that different. No, it's not that different. <laughs> it's it's pretty, it's pretty, you know. Uh, so I, I would just take it slow. You're still a part-time seminary student, yeah. right? You're still a part-time seminary student. You're still working these things out. It I, It's hard for me to give you the advice to switch up some sort like that that church your church has been supporting you loving you caring for you through this process through this seminary process that's kind of hard to sort of mm-hmm. like to to you know suggest for you to just to walk away from yeah there's a time to walk away correct and if you're there great and if you're not but you need to know you need to know and i i would say i would agree with with jimmy in saying that you know if 
you're not all the way there, then just tell them, listen, I'm having these thoughts. I want to visit some other churches yeah. just, into, just to see what's going on and then make your calls, see what's going on. And then you'll, because it doesn't even sound like you've been to uh, another church. So I'm sure you've visited other churches over the years for different reasons, but uh, we don't know where you're at. So like what state or whatever, I don't think, um, or what city. So I, I don't even know what's in the area. No, no. You might find like there's, really nothing in the area. And so you may wind up staying there. And then when you finish seminary, you might be floating your resume. Correct. Exactly. And, and That's what, yeah. can be a church that sends you. Yeah, exactly. You don't exactly. have to go on. You can just say, hey, listen, I'm not going to leave, but I'm made for a different kind of ministry. That's yeah. fine. That's fine. Yeah. And so, hey, let's be honest. Let's be open and like, and really hit hard. And I think this is really important. Your appreciation yes. for how, what the church has done well. Yep. Yep. Because the church has done something well in your life. The church has, that leadership has has really poured into you. That pastor has poured into you. They've spent time with you. They've sacrificed time that they could have been with their families to be with you. You don't just take that lightly. Yeah, you're, you're, you're going to benefit from a lot of things and that they've done for you. And I'm sure you he's aware of this, right? Yeah. But it'll be even more clear later on. I've shared this before, but I was going to a local church, a large church when I became a Christian a Baptist church. I was there for two years, new bunch of people. Everybody was very nice to me. I was very encouraged, encouraged to pursue ministry, all that stuff. But I ultimately decided I need to leave and go to a church that is more Calvinistic, more yeah. reformed, more theologically oriented. I just, I began to develop in that way. And so I just, I was a member and I just ghosted them. I just started going to another mm -hmm. church. I get a call from uh, one of the pastors and he's like, the guy that I mainly knew. And he's like, Hey, you haven't been coming. I'm like, yeah, I've decided to go to another church. And he's like, okay, okay, we were, we were praying for you. And I realized like he hadn't been here in a few weeks. Mm. So I'm just calling to see what's up. And I was like, yeah, he's like, well, why don't we meet? You know, so we met and uh, I gave him my reasons. He gave me a little pushback on those reasons, but he said, listen, here's the thing. We know that you're passionate, uh, which is, you know, a nice way of saying cage stagey. <laughs> we, we know you're passionate and you're, we're not surprised that you feel like I want to go to a church that's more like me. That's, yeah. that's fine. But you ghosted us. Yeah. You just left. And I felt so bad because they were great to me. Yeah. And I'm still benefiting. In fact, this guy has to be in his seventies now, right? So Pastor Brian was his name. He was the youth pastor when I started to go there mm. in 1990. He became the senior pastor um, after I left. And now he is, he's hes not the senior pastor anymore. Pastor Emeritus. He's, I asked, he's not. He's oh. like, no, 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 I'm just pastor of like counseling and discipleship. Or something. Mm, mm. Um, but I was at a coffee shop. I haven't talked to this guy in years. I was at a coffee shop a couple weeks ago and there he is. By the way, the dude, he he he's always been like a handsome, put together, cool guy. Mm -hmm. And he, I, he, I would never be able to guess his age by looking at him. Mm. He looks good. Anyways, he's sitting down, hanging out with some people. I'm sure they've been visiting the church. And I walk over and I go, I don't want to interrupt. And he goes, Joe. And I'm like, oh my goodness. Like, yeah, man, I just mm. wanted to say thank you. And guys, this Pastor Brian here, I'm in ministry. And he's the first guy that told me you ought to pursue ministry and look at Moody Bible Institute. Mm. Grateful forever for that guy. Perfect. You know, you got to. Here, I want yeah. to oh, add on though. Right? Tag. So tag. I want to tag something though. Uh, not just everything you said, but what I had said about, hey, they poured into you. But it's not only one way. The reason why to be kind of working through this slowly is it's not just because of everything you've gotten from them, yep. but what they've gotten from you. Yep. And they've gotten relationships, mm -hmm. right? They've gotten a friendship. Like this is not just a severing one way, but it's going to be painful for them. Yeah. 
So walk through that slow. And other people in the church. And other people in the church, right? They're going to feel your absence. They're going to feel your absence. So really, it's that that's not arrogant to say. No. Like, you know, it's not arrogant to say, man, my people are going to miss me. They should. Yeah. They should because you were involved and you were part of it. Like, you were part of the life of the church. Like, and you don't, so don't go through it, like, so flippantly, which you're not. But that's why I'm saying, like, take yeah, yeah. it really slow. That's why I wanted to kind of change up what I had said initially right. because I felt like what I had said was a little too we just jumped to the end yeah we if just it's jumped time to the leave end. yeah yeah it's time to go but no here's the thing right yeah. like it's it's you don't just rip that band-aid off and say peace yeah it's not like they're praying to Sophia yeah right yeah they're like doing some weird weird stuff in there that you have to just bolt but yeah I think that um go go about it in a way that that honors Christ that honors the church you know We've had people. We've had people leave our church. Sometimes they're like, "I'm just not feeling it anymore." And we're like, "Oh, we're gonna miss you. It hurts." But mm -hmm. like, we understand they want to go somewhere else. Yeah. We have people leave poorly. Yep. And they really hurt people. And we have had people that leave well. Um, leave well if you're gonna leave. Yeah. But maybe stay there until you're actually gonna start applying for positions. That's right. Mm -hmm. Well, we'd love to hear your thoughts. You can follow us online, Instagram, Twitter at Doc and Devo, or on Facebook slash Doctrine and Devotion. You can head to the website, DoctrineAndDevotion.com. There you can contact us. You can sign up for the email blast of the store, JoeFoStore.com, and grab some gear. we got the first part every Monday and Thursday. We've got blog posts and video content over at the website. And we've got that all-access exclusive content. we got Banter Truth on Tuesdays, Weekday Wisdom, Monday through Friday. Uh, if you want to support the podcast and get that commercial-free content, exclusive content, you can hit on the button that says uh, support this podcast in your podcast player or head on over to doctrinedevotion.com slash all access and sign up today. Later. Later.